Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Friday. It is finally the weekend. I don't know about you, but I am just about ready to not exist for two days. This is Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Before we get to today's episode, uh, thank you all for making this your first listen of the day. I say as I am uh, recording this at 4.30pm Eastern, it's fine. Uh, Thank you for making it your first listen. Whether you are a regular listener or a first-time listener, I appreciate you. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, so make sure you give us a follow and you can get the next episode downloaded directly into your feeds. So, we have to talk about last night's game, I guess, uh, even though apparently they couldn't be bothered to play it. Uh, I am here to discuss exactly what went down. Uh, nothing good. Really. Well, okay, maybe like two good things. Blue Jackets lose uh, 5-2 to the Edmonton Oilers uh, after going down, I think, 4 nothing. It was 3 nothing by the end of the first period. Goals from uh, Jesse... Pugliavi, uh, twice, both on the power play, because obviously uh, you may remember Pugliavi as the guy that everyone thought the Blue Jackets were going to draft third overall. Back in 2016, we went for Pierre-Luc Dubois instead, and uh, Pugliavi kind of struggled a bit at the start. He ended up going back to Europe for a season or two, has since come back to Edmonton, and appears to be fitting in. Pretty well. Uh, those were his ninth and tenth goals of the season, so that would be good for second on the Blue Jackets in goals. Uh, because it's the Oilers, I assume that he's like fourth, uh, because McDavid and Drysital and whoever, um, Derek Ryan gets a goal, uh, and all of that is in the space of like three minutes. Because the Blue Jackets, when they fall apart, they fall apart pretty spectacularly. So uh, eleven minutes into the first period, we are already down. 3 nothing. Uh, Brendan Perlini scores his first of the season to make it 4 nothing. Uh, almost at the end of the second. And up to that point, it's just, it's not, it's not been good for the Blue Jackets. They've been outshot 29-24, uh, which is not that big of a deal. But when you're scoring on four of those 29 shots versus zero of those 25 shots, that starts to, uh, that starts to build. Um, in the third period, Gus Nyquist gets his fifth of the season. Dan Forth gets his second. Again, I'm really starting to, to like Dan Forth. I think he's fitting in uh, pretty well in that bottom role, bottom uh, line role. But Warren Fogley makes it 5-2 with three minutes left on the empty net. Final score would be 5-2. Um, I believe... Corpusalo took the third period, uh, and by all accounts, I th- think he was he was fine. He made uh, fifteen of fifteen saves, I believe. So 
there's that at least. Um, but when you're letting the Oilers get forty five shots in total, like it's not it's not great, shall we say. Um Final shots were forty five to thirty eight in favour of the Oilers. They scored on two of their five power plays. Like it's it's the same the same old story. Uh we knew this was going to be a tough game. Uh, it would have been nice to at least maybe get a point, especially after Vancouver went kind of tits up in the last minute. Um, so we didn't allow a we didn't allow a goal in the last minute of any period or the first minute of any period. So like baby steps, I guess. Um, but beyond that, like it just it feels like a very Blue Jackets loss, and I'm trying not to be too negative because I do think that there are good things to be said about this team um maybe not this game specifically but i think there are there are definitely bright sides to this team uh it was good to see chinikov get back into a game uh i don't know that it was necessarily hoffman deserving to like needing to sit i think it was more a case of we wanted to put chinikov back in uh he had he did he did okay um, he had 14 minutes of, of ice time, had a shot on goal, didn't really figure on the on the score sheet much, but if he's playing, you know, almost 15, you know, 14 and a half, 15 minutes a night, then it can't be a bad thing. Um, in a minute, we'll talk a little bit more about what I liked, what I didn't like, uh, and kind of what's coming up, because the answer is maybe not a lot. Uh, but first, I've got to tell you about Omaha Steaks. Because the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. If you go to omahasteaks.com, enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When when you use code NHL, you will also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. Once again, that is omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar. I've also got to tell you about Built Bar because the holidays are here. So this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with flavor, covered in chocolate, amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. There's so many flavors, you will have a hard time choosing. Are you going to have mint brownie or raspberry, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little bit, and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it, but make sure you have a couple of napkins on hand. How about uh, Built Bar Puffs? Do you like marshmallowy treats around the holidays? Then you need to get your hand on Built Bar Puffs. They are light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. 
And here's the best bit. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Uh, thank you for making Locked on Blue Jackets your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out Locked on Now. We have nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked on Now on Apple Podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. So in terms of... I feel like we've talked a lot about what was bad about that game. Uh, in terms of in terms of good with the game, uh, like I mentioned, it was good to see Chinikov get back in. Uh, it was good to see Corpusalo play well. Uh, he has apparently... I think he, he had the flu or something, and he really got... Uh, it really knocked him out. Uh, he was like on IR for a while, missed I think three or four games in total, uh, has not started in a while, so I think it was good that they got him into a period of a game that, you know, we weren't really gonna be competing in anyway, if it's four nothing at the end of the second period, you know, why not? Um and I thought he looked good. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him uh, I was gonna say tomorrow, but we're not playing tomorrow. Uh we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh I would be surprised if we see him on Monday against the Buffalo Sabres, uh, which is our final away game before we finally get to go home to Nationwide and hopefully get back to uh, winning games. Because for some reason, we still can't win on the road. I don't know what it is. I don't understand. It's, it makes no sense. Um, in terms of other things, it was good to see Gus Nyquist get an even strength goal. Uh, I feel like all of his goals are either shorthanded or empty deaders. Um, and like I said, good to see uh, just Danforth get a goal. Uh, good to see Cole Sillinger get an assist, his first in a while. Uh, I think he's not been playing badly, uh, but it was good to see him get on the score sheet. Um, in terms of like team play, I still don't know that we're rolling with the most optimal lines. Uh, I still really like that bottom line of um, Corrali... Robinson and Texier, uh, but I do understand why Texier has kind of been bumped up uh, in the, you know, the absence of Line A and Bjorkstrand kind of going a little bit cold. Obviously, he's got, th- I think he's got three goals in his last three or four games, um, so he's not like ice cold, but Texier is second on the team in, in goals right now. I think, I believe he's got nine on the season. It makes sense to take advantage of that and, and put him on a line where he's going to get more ice time. That being said, I do wonder if the reason he's getting these goals is because of his line mates. Not, I'm not saying that you know he's being lifted up by his line mates necessarily, but it's, it's a chemistry thing. You know, some guys just click, and for whatever reason, the Crowley Robinson Texier line has has clicked. They've done really well, uh, and I think that probably is partially why Texier has been succeeding. Um, a combination of, of that, of line mates, and also, you know, if you're on the fourth line, no one's asking much of you. Um, and I wonder if that was partially why he struggled early on in the season, is because he was kind of, he got thrown into, like, either second line centre or top line winger, and there was, you know, they were asking a lot of him, so what now that he's kind of been relegated to the the energy line, as uh, Jeff Spoda calls it, he has done really well for himself. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him back there soon, and that's not me saying 
Alexander Texier is only a fourth-line player. I just think that's the place that we can most utilize him right now. Um, obviously, as we get further into the season, and Line A, Line A, I believe, has started skating with the team. Uh, he's practiced with the team a couple of times now. Oblique injuries are, are weird, and you want to make sure that they are 100% before you jump straight back into it. So I think he's, you know, he's going at his own pace. Obviously, you know, with his father passing away, that's added stress on top. So I don't think the team is rushing him back at the minute, especially in the uncertainty of, you know, gestures of the entire NHL. Um, so when line A gets back, I think probably we will see some more solid line combinations and some more kind of consistent line combinations, because I do really think that was the strength of the Blue Jackets in the first kind of 10 to 15 games of the season was, hey, we have a bunch of guys that don't super know each other very well for the most part. Let's just glue them in trios and see what happens. And it turns out that what happens is pretty good. And I don't think, you know, line A being out is what has caused this entire thing to fall down around us. But I also don't know that line A missing so much time with an injury has helped. So we'll see. Um, he's been out for about six weeks now. I believe he got injured at the start of November. I could be wrong. Um, time has ceased to mean anything right now. So we're probably coming up to him coming back uh, if the NHL does indeed shut down until after Christmas, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, I do think that probably we're likely to see him back at the start of January. Uh, I imagine he's, he feels like he's kind of on that cusp of, of getting his legs back. And so we might see him as early as Buffalo. I don't think so. Um, my, my guess would be after Christmas or depending on what the NHL does after they come back in January. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about in a minute, actually. We're going to talk about the NHL is has the plague. Um, and I'm, I don't mean to be flippant about it, but that's kind of what is happening. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a minute and the kind of the, the repercussions that are happening around the league. First, I want to tell you about Bet Online because they've got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as... Football season continues their march to the playoffs. The NHL season continues their march to the playoffs. But online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 15% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. So as of uh, Wednesday, I believe suddenly I think 23 players got added to the COVID list in that in the space of about 48 hours it was insane since then another oh 37 or so have been added uh the calgary flames who we were supposed to face tomorrow uh, so that will be saturday have shut down through to monday so they've had i think three games cancelled uh there have been games postponed all over the place the carolina hurricanes have had games postponed the islanders have had games postponed the wild have had games postponed uh 
I don't believe any games are cancelled tonight, but tomorrow we are down four games on the on the roster. So Columbus and Calgary has been postponed because Cal- because of Calgary. Uh, Tampa Bay and Colorado have been postponed because Colorado is riddled with it. Uh, the Bruins and the Canadians because the Bruins have got a ton of issues and the Panthers and the Wild because the Panthers have also got half of their roster on the COVID list. Uh, I was talking a little bit to Jess Belmosto of Locked on Flames about this and it would be easier to name the Calgary players that are not on the list. I believe 17 of their players plus a coach is currently on the COVID list in Calgary. Um, Beyond that, uh, Florida, Colorado, and another team, uh, I can't remember who as of right now, I believe it may be the Wild, have shut down until after Christmas. Or until after January, I think, actually. Or they've shut down until January. Um, So through the, the holiday break, all the way through, to, like, probably the 2nd or 3rd of January, depending on how everything shakes out. Um, A lot of people are making noise about, oh, well, they can make this up during the Olympic break because the players aren't going. I think it's pretty clear by now. The league hasn't said anything officially. I believe they've still got until the 11th of January to make a decision. But at this point, it would be so just immensely stupid to go. To the Olympics, uh, I know that Batman has already been like ordering his gold-lined suits and gold toilets and bed sheets or whatever that he does with all of the money that he makes. Um, but I think at this point, when you're looking at the fact that it's a five-week quarantine in China, if you test positive, like that's you would be missing players for eight weeks like two months for two weeks worth of games. And I don't think it's worth it for the NHL, for the players, for anyone. Um, Even, you know, going beyond the fact that the Olympics is a evil and corrupt organization that shouldn't exist. Um, But that's that's not the point of all of this. My point of all of this is there's a three-week break in the schedule to allow for the Olympics. If the Olympics do not happen, I think a lot of people are like, well, we can just put some games in there to to fill up the schedule, and I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, I know TD Garden in Boston specifically is, I think they have like four full, four free nights in those three weeks. It is it is packed full, there is Disney on Ice, there is concerts, there is Celtics games, I assume. There is all kinds of things happening in TD Garden during that break, and a lot of the other arenas have kind of done the same thing of, well, there's no NHL, so we're just going to book a load of concerts or, you know, Disney on ice, or Star Wars on ice, or Dinosaurs on ice, or I don't know. Um, The point is, we're not getting NHL hockey in those three weeks, and I think it's going to shock a lot of people when there's just no hockey, Um, because I think a lot of people are kind of banking on, oh, well, we can use those three weeks to make up any of these missed games. That's not going to happen. I think what's going to happen is one of two things. Either the season is going to get extended out through the end of April to replace all of these missing games, therefore pushing everything back uh, and shortening the off-season, or the season goes on uh, and it goes on point percentage as opposed to games played, 
which, as opposed to uh, points in total, I mean, because I don't think every team is going to finish playing the same amount of games, so we'll see how either of those options shake out. Uh, as of right now, Blue Jackets are completely 100% healthy in terms of COVID. They haven't got anyone on the COVID protocol list at the minute, obviously, because of karma and I can only use my psychic powers for evil, I assume I will finish recording this and immediately have to ad amend this to uh, saying whoever is on the list. Um, but I do think we have kind of gotten a little bit lucky in that regard. Uh, Vancouver has been having COVID issues. We just played in Vancouver and then uh, as of this morning, I believe, Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers got added to the COVID list as well, so it looks like there's issues in Edmonton. Obviously, we're not playing Calgary, but they're riddled with it, so we've dodged a bullet in that regard, um, and I believe we are flying home to Columbus before flying out to Buffalo in uh, in a couple of days. So we'll see how that goes. I don't believe things are too bad in Buffalo at the minute in terms of COVID, so we might get a couple more games before this entire thing shuts down, but... Uh, as of as of right now, it's looking kind of grim, but the Blue Jackets are, you know, knock on wood, doing doing okay. They seem pretty healthy, all things considered. Um, so that's kind of kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, I will likely have a weekend edition uh, with updates on scheduling, COVID lists, whatnot. Uh, if anything comes out over the weekend, I will keep you all updated for that. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets and wherever you get your podcasts. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow or Sunday or Monday, make sure you stay. Locked on.